The signs were there. I simply ignored them. It's kind of my forte. It may have been the menacing clouds looming outside the apartment window that gave me my first clue, or perhaps it was the sharp pain in my skull, a result of too many beers the night before. However, the biggest indication today was going to get worse was the thundering fist on my front door. It caused the walls and my teeth to rattle in unison. I knew who it was. The whole apartment clattered with the banging. I know you win, his voice boomed through the door. I froze halfway between my bedroom and the living area. I'd avoided him all week, but it seemed my time as a self-enforced fugitive was up. I go nowhere, his voice muffled. I braced myself, pulled back my shoulders, took a deep breath and opened the door with a smile. Standing in the hallway, my landlord, Artyom Mirzoyan, dressed in his usual cheap suit, his black satin shirt undone to his bulbous stomach, sweaty silvery hairs poked out, feathering the seam. Hey, Artie, I attempted to sound breezy, the words caught in my throat. You got rent, his Armenian accent thick like Harissa. Nice suit, I said. He raised his eyebrows and twitched his cuffs. My shoulders dropped. Sure, on my way to the bank now. You say that four days ago. He opened his arms wide, his palms face up. On my way now, I said again, trying to sound convincing this time, despite the churning away of my insides. You pay rent today or you go, he wagged his finger at me. Gold rings adorned his chubby digits. I know, Artie, I'm sorry, and I am. He's been good to me. He shrugged and shook his head. I will, I promise. Today, he pointed his finger again and slunk off along the hallway. I needed money and I needed it fast. I had attempted to get hold of my editor the past four days. If he ever checked his phone, he'd see three missed calls and two emails from me. He probably had and was ignoring me. When I first started out, I was the go-to photojournalist. But nowadays, there were graduates armed with just a smartphone and willing to do the jobs for half the going rate. So guess who my editor chose? I grabbed my cell phone and tried once again. Yeah, Richard's gruff growl told me he was in no mood for crap. But at least he had answered this time. Hey, Richard. Harper. He hadn't got time for me. I've been trying to call. Right, well, we're up against the usual deadline. I cut straight in. Look, just wondering if there are any gigs. It's been pretty quiet. Harper, I'm sorry. There isn't much around. You know how it is. All the jobs are pretty much filled. I cleared my throat, and seeing how bright and breezy didn't work, I went for desperate, which I am. I'm in a fix here, Richard. I caught the hustle and bustle of the newsroom behind him. Look, I get I'm not the only one on your books, but there's gotta be something, I pleaded. I glanced around my apartment. Yesterday's papers sprawled across the tattered tan leatherette couch, a half-eaten pizza waiting to be cleared, a stack of bills, 
half of which I hadn't bothered to open, piled on top of the table. A siren wailed past the window. Finally, Richard spoke. There's a couple of small gigs. My heart soared. There's a fundraiser at the Bronx Zoo. That it? I asked, without trying to sound too bummed. Well, he cleared his throat. There's the gala at the Pierre tonight. Greg was going to cover it, but seems he's suffering after a night out at Jimmy Chang's. Like a roller coaster chugging up the hill, I felt the anticipation of a bigger gig. And all thanks to my new partners in crime, Salmonella and Jimmy Chang. But Greg's hoping he'll be okay in a couple of hours. He's going to check in with me later, Richard said. Damn. Well, you know I'm good for it, I said. There's bigger bucks in a front page shot than some tiny picture of so-called cute kids feeding a giraffe that no one except their parents will look at, never mind care about. Richard let out a low, slow growl. You'll have to wear something fancy to do it. It's a high-end ball. I can't have you sticking out in your jeans and t-shirt. Have you got anything like that? I knew Richard was genuinely asking me. He's known me a long time, and I don't think he's ever seen me in much else other than my usual jeans and t-shirt. Sure I do. I struggled to swallow the lie, guessing he wouldn't swallow it either. He grunted. Let's see what happens. He cut the phone off before I had a chance to thank him. Instead, I thanked Jimmy Chang.